Welcome back to Decom Cool and Collected. I'm Kelly. And I'm Elizabeth. And I didn't realize Kelly was going to start like two seconds ago. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this um, week we watched Teen Beach Movie. We this did. This came out July 13th, 2013. I think I mentioned this is the only one from 2013. Um, yes. I've seen this before, but I was delightfully surprised. I didn't think I was going to like it as much as I did. Yeah, I knew it was good. I get the hype. It's good. (laughs) I definitely was not paying attention the first time around. Yeah, well, the first time I saw this, like, I will not lie. I saw commercials for it coming out. Again, this was 2013, so we were about to go into, like, our junior junior year of high school. And I wasn't really watching Disney Channel regularly, but, like, I would see commercials and stuff here and there, probably. And I remember recording this specifically to watch it because I love musicals, and it's a musical. So, theater kid. I'm not a real theater (laughs) kid. I just like musicals, okay? Um, this movie has a star-studded cast. Mm-hmm. Um, first we have Ross Lynch of Austin and Alley fame. I've I, never seen a single episode of Austin and Alley. Me neither. I can't say much about it. <laughs> I know the girl. Salsa Quinceanera. I don't know what that is. It's a song. It was a TikTok song. It was in the oh. show. I think Rainy Rodriguez sang it. I, oh, I and that's the one where she comes out in like the sunglasses? No. Okay, so. that's a different one. Um, she was in the Paul Blart movie, and then, um, Vanessa Moreno's sister was Allie. That's all I can say about Austin and Allie. Yeah. I think it still goes whenever your computer messes up. It does. I just don't want it to be, like... Um, Ross Lynch was also in My Friend Dahmer, which I have not seen, but I feel like I will at some point. Yeah, I haven't seen it. He's credited as Jeff. I don't know how old <laughs> Ross Lynch is. I know that, like, a lot of people are into Ross Lynch. Like, a lot of people oh, think really? Ross Lynch is, like, hot. I do not fall into that category. He's younger than us. Well, yeah, but I don't know how old he is. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really think all he's I, All I want to point out is that in My Friend Dahmer, he's credited as Jeff. Jeff wow. Dahmer. <laughs> Um, he was also Harvey Kinkle and Sabrina, but we're not gonna Not my Harvey! We're not gonna talk about that! Not my Harvey! Where is the cartilage hoop piercing? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Not there. Not we, there. We don't acknowledge him. Um, fun fact, Ross Lynch is second cousins with Julianne and Derek Huff. Wow. <laughs> Their grandmas are sisters. Famous celebrities, <laughs> man. Um, he also has four brothers. Um, they made up a band that I feel like here and there... I definitely was, like, watching Disney Channel sometimes. Like, maybe, like, I don't know what I was watching. But I definitely remember, like, R5 being a thing. Because his brothers are named Riker, Rocky, Ryland, and Rydell. Wasn't there also a band B5 who sang Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? Was that Jump 5? No, Jump that was... Five. It was something 5. Yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. I was like, Who's Afraid of the Big Bad Wolf? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if that's what you were thinking Is of. that the same band that also, you probably, never mind. There is another band that sang, like, the Siamese Cat song mm. from Lady and the Tramp on my Disney Mania well, CD. Well, there was also the ones who sang the Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride, but that was, like, A10 Teens or something. Yeah. There was another one that sang, like, the second star to the right from Peter Pan. Do you remember yeah, that, that one? Yeah, that, I think that's that the was same that? one as the Big Bad Wolf band. Oh, okay. I think those were the same. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> random bands that they tried to make via well yeah thing. they used to like it worked with the jo- channel it worked with the jonas brothers but it, did, it no. didn't work with anyone else yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah so ross Lynch, he has 
So, like, all of his brothers, he has five, four brothers, so there's five of them total. They all start with the letter R, which, like, is confusing as it is. But then three out of the five start with Rye. There's Riker, Ryland, and Rydell. And I feel like the parents were just setting themselves up for failure. Mm. <laughs> like, this is a step further than the Duggars. <laughs> I don't think it's a step further. I mean, I don't have that many, go that far. I don't have that many kids, but I'm saying, like, name-wise. I would not go that far. <laughs> um... This movie also stars Maya Mitchell, who is in The Fosters, and subsequently Good Trouble. Uh, Maya Mitchell is Australian, I believe. Yeah. But she does a really good job of not having an Australian accent. Yeah, which I, I would just 100% like to point, believe yeah, that she's American. Exactly. I'd like to point that out, because I it's didn't It's a better know, accent than Nicole Kidman can do. I didn't know <laughs> that she wasn't Australian until I, like, started following her on social media, but, like, I had already seen Teen Beach Movie. I had already probably watched The Fosters for years by the time I learned that she was Australian, so. Every time I watch Nicole Kidman be American, it's very obvious that she's Australian. <laughs> I probably Not that Nicole Kidman isn't an amazing actress, but she's very bad at her accent. Well, okay, whenever I watch Lady Bird, I feel like there are certain things she says where I can Saoirse. hear- Yeah, I can hear <laughs> Saoirse's accent, but she does, like, a really good job where, again, if I didn't know that she was, like- yeah. British? Irish. Irish, yeah. Her name's Saoirse. Saoirse. Yeah. Um, then I, I wouldn't know. Um- This movie also has- But, uh, oh. I like to say, I highly recommend Fosters and Good Trouble- I've not watched fun. either. Good shows. In Maya Mitchell's IMDb trivia, it says that she often gets confused with Bailey Madison. Because she because Bailey Madison exactly played like her. Bailey Madison played her little sister in Fosters. Well. In the her Fosters. biological sister? Yeah, kinda like a half sister or something. Oh, because oh, they are all Foster siblings. Sorry. <laughs> no. No, they biologically are related. Um this movie also has Garrett Clayton, who was in Hairspray Live and He's he's in a makes TikToks with other members of this cast. They all live together in a big gay house. Yeah, they're all gay now. They said. Yeah, um, Garrett Clayton is like factually one of the prettiest men I've ever seen in my life. And whenever he came out, I was like, oh, that makes sense. He can't be that pretty and straight. <laughs> like traditionally, women are like pretty and men are like handsome, but I wouldn't call him handsome. I would no, call I'd him call pretty. him, okay, yeah, I'd call, that's what I, that's why I said pretty. <laughs> well, but like in the same regard, like I think Timothy Chalamet is much more like pretty than he is handsome. I don't know if I'd say that about Timothy Chalamet. That's what I don't I know if say. I would describe Timothy, Timothy Chalamet as pretty or handsome, even though I do find him very attractive. No, I would <laughs> say he's pretty. <laughs> um, next we have Chrissy Fit. Uh, who played the girl with the big beehive and the high voice. Um, she was in General Hospital for a hot minute. She was in Pitch Perfect 2 and 3, so unfortunately I do not recognize her as a, as a Barden Bella. She's just one of the background people, I believe. In Yeah, but only in the second and third movie. Yeah. She wasn't in the first, so yeah. she's not an official Bella. I'm sorry if the, I don't make up the rules. Haley Steinfeld. Um, she was also in a few episodes of Nora from Queens, which is Aquafina's show. If you haven't watched it, it's on HBO. I think I've talked about this before. I highly, highly recommend it. It, for a brief time, because there's only ten episodes, filled a broad city-sized hole in my heart. It was very good. Um, next we have Barry Bostwick. Brad Majors from Rocky Horror Picture Show. (laughs) That is what he's most famous for, but he also has 182 acting credits. I don't think this guy says no to anything. Um, but some highlights, he was also a regular in Spin City, the Michael J. Fox show, and he's been featured in Scrubs, What I Like About You, he played Holly and Val's dad, uh, he was in the Nancy Drew movie, very good, 
Uh, Ugly Betty, uh, what is that? I don't know what that is. I wrote it down, but I don't know what it is. SW. I don't know. I don't know. I probably, I remember, like, writing that and being like, I hope I remember, like, what this abbreviation is. Uh, he was also in Supernatural, the Hannah Montana movie, Glee, Phineas and Ferb, Scandal, Psych, Cougar Town, New Girl, CSI, The Incredibles 2, and The Goldbergs. Uh, fun fact, he's been nominated for three Tonys and won one back in the 70s for a musical I've never heard of. Amazing. Um, Kevin Chamberlain, who plays Dr. Fusion, uh, he is probably best known as the butler from Jesse, which I did not watch, but I know he was the butler in Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, he can also be seen in SVU, Christmas with the Cranks, Heroes, Modern Family, Grace and Frankie, A Series of Unfortunate Events, the new series, uh, The Prom, and he was in the Ratatouille. He played uh, Chef Gusto. Um, fun fact about him, he also has three Tony nominations, uh, for origin- two for originating the roles of Horton in Seussical and Uncle Fester in The Addams Family. Very nice. Um, Steve Valentine, who we met as the magician in The Wizards of Waverly Place Smoothie. And lastly, there is Jordan Fisher, who apparently was in The Secret Life of the American Teenager. I don't know who he was. I did not really watch the show. I watched some of it. I didn't really watch all of it. Uh, he was seen in Teen Wolf, Grease Live, Live and Maddie, Rent Live, To All the Boys I've Loved Before 2, The Flash, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series... Um, his Broadway credits include Lawrence slash Philip and Hamilton and Evan Hansen himself. Yeah, that's Sea Cat. <laughs> yeah. His character name is Sea Cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's all I have for people. Yeah, I didn't write anything down about the people because the only person I care about is Maya Mitchell. And there's only two things that I know her from, so. Well, that's really all. And she's been in, like, a few, like, indie movies here and there, but I've never seen them. Um, I'd like to say some fun facts about this movie. Um, it was mostly, so, this movie is very clearly, like, an homage, I guess, to, like, beach party movies of the 60s, combined with West Side Story, and then, like, little sprinkles here and there of Grease. And I think also maybe, I can't say this for sure because I'm not a Theater Kid TM, but... Uh, one of my friends who is a theater kid TM talked about The Drowsy Chaperone, which is a show where I think the characters get, like, stuck in a musical in the show. I can't swear on that, but I think that might be kind of the, the storyline. So I think it's kind of like that as well. I don't know. I do not know what that show is. Um, beach Party movies were, like, from the 60s. And they starred mostly Annette Funicello and Frankie Avalon, which whenever I was looking this up, that makes a lot more sense, because there's an episode of Full House, and they're like, oh my god, it's Frankie and Annette, because Joey was going to be in a beach party movie, and I was, like, five years old, and it was, like, 2002, and I was like, who is that? I don't know what this means. But yeah, so, like, beach party movies, it's just, like, teens on the beach having a good time, and then, like, maybe the Beach Boys are there, and they sing a song, and then something, like, ridiculous happens, <laughs> very much like this movie. Um, it's, I'm pretty sure they're all G-rated and just, like, fun and ridiculous. Um, this movie, I don't think it said so in, like, the the Disney Plus version, but whenever it aired, it was dedicated to Annette Funicello, who died a few months earlier before the premiere in April 2013. Um, and yeah, and throughout the movie, we can point out some similarities between West Side Story and Grease. Probably not all of them, but the obvious ones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's all I have. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say? No? Okay. Let's begin. We open on two teens surfing and having fun. Just a fun day on the beach. Brady and Mackenzie. Bra- <laughs> Terrible names for leads in movies, I just want to say. I think it's fine. Brady and Mac. I think it's I fine. It. 
Um, they're dating, and it was the best day ever. Um, Mac, who needs to tell Brady something, but keeps getting sidetracked. Um, tomorrow, is the weather is supposed to give them legendary waves for surfing. They love to surf. Um, they go inside where Mac's grandpa is watching Wet Side Story, which is Brady's favorite movie. Yeah, um, Brady has obviously been, like, a long-term friend of Max because he, like, goes in and just, like, interacts with Grandpa like they're besties. He's like, oh my god, you're watching Wet Side Story without me? Mm-hmm. So he goes in to join him, and he's talking about, like, oh my god, this is the best movie, I love it so much, and Mac is just like, Mac I don't care. Mac does not get musicals. <laughs> if you don't okay. get musicals. Like, I can understand being annoyed with movies, but she's pointing out, like, the most ridiculous things. She's like... How are they singing in the water and water's not getting in their mouths? Like, girl, believe in the movie magic. Well, and she's like, they get in the water and their hair never gets wet. And why are they always singing? It's a musical. That's why they're yeah, always singing. Like, why are they, they just break out into song? Like, yeah, that's the point, Mac. It's a musical. <laughs> and so Mac, again, tries to tell Brady, like, hey, I need to tell you something. But Brady's like, wait, I have to watch my favorite part. The two leads are about to meet eyes and fall in love for the first time. Yeah, so we watch, like, the girl lead in the movie fall off, uh, the stage but then she lands in the arms of the boy lead and their eyes lock um and then Mac's aunt arrives and says they're leaving tomorrow she's a woman from the big city and Antoinette Antoinette. and Antoinette yeah (laughs) whose idea was that no she's from the big city and she's not time for surfing and daydreaming she's gotta get to work and be successful and that's where she's gonna take Max to the elite private school yeah, Brady, Brady asks, like, what leaving tomorrow means. Um, Aunt Antoinette notices the surfboard and talks about it with Grandpa, which is her dad, I guess. Yeah, and Grandpa's like, I found, the destiny my, surfboard. I found my destiny on that surfboard, or so, so did, did my dad and my Grandpa. <laughs> my Grandpa and his Grandpa before him. <laughs> on the surfboard. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... And Antoinette obviously is not into, like, the beach life, like, none of this. She thinks that she's, like, higher than it and above it all, and that's what she wants for Mac as well, what yes. we kind of get from the scene. Mac is going to go to a boarding school back east, and she didn't tell Brady. Apparently, um, this has always been the deal, we hear Aunt mention for a minute. Mac runs outside, and Brady follows, and Mac explains that after her mom died, uh, she made a deal that she would... Uh, live with a grandpa for the first half and high, half of high school, and then go to this exclusive school like uh, her aunt did. Uh, Mac is holding Mom's journal, and in it, Mom wishes for Mac to be a big success. And this school, Mac thinks, is the only way to do it because Mom never went to college because she had her. Um, we never hear about Mac's dad, so I'm assuming that Mom got pregnant pretty young, and her like piece of shit asshole father probably ran out of them, and Mom had to raise Mac by herself. That's the vibe that I get from this <laughs> one line. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mac is again like apologizing to Brady for not telling him. He's upset. He's like, "How could you do this? Like, why do you want to leave? This He's is like, perfect what about here." Us? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> um, and he's like, "I'll wait for you." And yeah. Mac's like. No, <laughs> that's not. Yeah, she's like, that's not fair. Like, I care about you too much to like to like let you do that. And he's like, you care about me so much to break up with me. And then, okay, I remember the first time watching this too. I thought that this was kind of weird. I feel like they're very like touchy in this movie in a way that a lot of decoms are not because Mac like goes to like hug him, but she like kisses Brady's shoulder and then like hugs him. And I feel then like they're like, ma- trying to make up for the fact that they didn't kiss at all in this movie. Maybe, but she's like, she thanks him for the best summer ever, and yeah, he, she's like, I wish this summer would never end. But yeah. Then the magic surfboard, the destiny glows. surfboard, it glows. Oh, what's going on? 
The next day, Mac is packing. Um, she opens the door, and the magic surfboard has moved from hanging from the ceiling to in front of her door. She How takes us as a sign. She's like, I can't miss these legendary waves. There's never going to be waves like this again. Yes, so she leaves a note that says, I'll be back before my flight. And she goes down to the beach. Brady is there because he's like, I knew you couldn't miss these waves. So Mac goes out to surf, and Brady watches. Um, Grandpa's there, too, because he's probably like, yeah, she wasn't going to miss him. And he stands next to Brady, but the sky is looking ominous. Okay, I would also, I meant to mention this the first time we brought up Grandpa. Grandpa has an earring. Just one in one ear, and I don't I think know why. Barry Bostwick has that. I just think it's so funny. I don't <laughs> know why. Just like the I, the idea of a grandpa having an earring is hilarious. I to love me. that for him. To like, because growing up, I didn't have like biological grandparents, and so like grandparents were always like very old. And I know that some people have like younger grandparents, so like there are definitely grandpas with earrings, but. Just the idea of that is hilarious. Neither to me. of my grandpas had an earring. I just learned that my grandma never had her ears pierced. She only wore clip-ons. Yeah, I can't imagine. Because we were going through her earrings and they're like, anyone want clip-ons? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't want clip-ons, but that's very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Grandpa's is not a clip-on. No. It's, it's really real. embedded in there. I'm a little concerned. I don't know if we could get like that. Like I said, out. I think that like Barry Boswick just had it and they were like, you should leave it in. <laughs> I mean, he's a very like chill grandpa. Yeah, surfing. he definitely smokes weed. I mean, Johnny Tsunami, the original vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, whenever Mac goes to bed, he definitely smokes. Not in front of Mac. Never. He would never. Well, he makes sure that she's safe and they don't need to go anywhere. If she's curious, then he'll, he'll let her have it. <laughs> when she's old enough, like, college age. I love that right coming up with this entire story. Grandpa cares about Mac. You Mac, Grandpa's what? not in this movie enough. Clearly. I agree. And I, to be honest, I've seen Teen Beach Movie 2, and I don't even think he's in it at all. Ugh. What a waste. That should, that's what it should be about. It should be about it Grandpa's be backstory. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. We should, he definitely had this, that was, that was their destinies. Actually, was this movie even made? Maybe... What was their, what was Grandpa's destiny that okay, he found on the surfboard? But what if this is, like, Jumanji, and he and Grandma got sucked into the Teen Beach movie as well? Like, this has happened before, and he's like, oh, this will be but good for Mac been, and Brady. It, w- it wouldn't, it couldn't have been that movie, right? Because it, it would have been, like, such a culture shock. Because it would they, like, would have been alive when the movie was made. Yeah. It could have, like, just recently come out. Maybe, so they, like, maybe they got sucked really well. into, like, a silent movie. <laughs> I hope not. They get, like, run over by a train. Have you <laughs> they ever don't seen, die. Have you ever seen a Charlie Chaplin movie? Yeah, they don't die. They just get back up. And they're like, oh, no. Yeah, because it's fake. <laughs> exactly. But in the movie, it's real. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Grandpa. Anyway. Oh, my God. Do you think um, Grandpa was in Reefer Madness? <laughs> was what? Was in Reefer Madness. No, I don't know what that is. It was, like, a propaganda film against the dangers of weed. No, I definitely don't think he was in Reefer Madness. We just guys, it's not that bad. We just agreed that he is a stoner. Yeah, so he went in there and like changed things up. I don't think you can do that in movies. That's one bone to pick with this movie that I have that we'll get to. Okay, anyway, Grandpa's there on the beach. Yeah, he sky looks ominous. Yeah, he's like, I don't like what's about to happen. The storm looks bad. Which okay, all of a sudden they like the the flags are all green. They're not even yellow. Like. They would be looking at the storm tracker. Like, they would be knowing what's about to come in. They wouldn't just, like, change this in at the one last minute. minute yeah. yeah. But whatever. Mac is in the water. They change the flags. But everyone else is swimming in. But Mac isn't. And, the, and Grandpa and Brady are like, oh, what's she doing? So Mac, no. So Brady grabs a life vest and takes someone's jet ski. 
the jet ski that just like happens to be there with the keys on the shore to go get Mac. To go get Mac. Because Mac is gonna do like one last wave, it looks like. Yeah, so he rides out there and he's like, Mac, don't do it. And Mac is like, I have to. Um, and so Mac tries to go for the wave, but she falls and Brady goes in after her. So then we cut to, uh, Mac and Brady, like, and the surfboard come above water. Uh, the sky is clear and the water is calm. Yeah. And they swim to shore when all of a sudden this, like, 60s dance number begins. And the lead from Wet Side Story that we saw earlier in the movie starts singing. Yeah, we hear Mac say, we died and ended up in a musical. I would like to mention, so the first thing we see is this girl being, like, thrown up into the air in this pink fringe bikini. (laughs) I love this bikini. It is so impractical. It makes no sense. But it's so pretty, and I want it. I want to make it for myself. This this is the blonde dancer girl. She's yeah, also, her name is Giggles. Yeah, she's also in the gay TikTok house. Um, she was also, like, a cheerleader dancer in all three high school musical movies. Most of these people in the movies are, like, professional dancers. Yeah, um, I just love this bikini. I had to note, I put a note, because I just <laughs> love it so much. And I remember the first time watching it being like, why is, it's so pretty. So... <laughs> Um, it's like the way I feel about my date with the president's daughter's dress. dress. Yes. <laughs> There's certain outfits that are just like burned into my brain Tickle the brain just right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we got the first number, which, which is, is surf, surf crazy. crazy. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah. I mean, it's a musical number. It's an introductory number because, uh, well, Brady decides to fucking join the musical immediately. I don't, I don't blame him. I was thinking about this and... Like, well, we're gonna get to this movie eventually, because as a child, and still to this day, the hit 2007 movie musical Hairspray is my life. I can recite the entire movie word for word, including the songs, including the dance moves. I know that Hairspray didn't change everyone's lives, but I feel like people our age were deeply (laughs) impacted by Hairspray. Like, so many of us and our friends were deeply impacted by Hairspray. It, It, yeah. Like, when people say cultural reset... Hairspray. Hairspray. And so, like, what, like, what's, like, a group number that I would, that I would be allowed to be in as a white person? Would you so? join the nicest kids in town? Hell yeah. <laughs> I already know. How would you say your name? Well, okay. It's let me too many it. sil- syllables. Amber, Brad, Tam, they're, yeah, they're all double syllables. Tammy, Fender, Brenda, Sketch, Shelly, IQ, Luann, Joey, Elizabeth, Mikey, Biggie, Biggie, Polly, and I'm, well, they do that in this song. I mean, you could be, and I'm, Elizabeth. It still doesn't flow. Wait, is it this song that they do it in? Yeah, this is. Yeah. Yeah, they do a roll call, and they're like, I'm Giggles, I'm Seacat. And I'm Tanner. Yeah. And then Brady jumps in. And <laughs> I'm Brady. Okay, I, I don't understand the way that these work. I feel like he's messing up the movie when he's doing these things. Yeah. They're, like, they talk about, like, what's wrong with setting the movie off course. Like, Brady, that's you. Yeah. You can't just jump into <laughs> these numbers. Especially not to be the last one in the roll call. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, no, I definitely, I would be in the background of the nicest kids in town. Yeah. I, there's no really other good, I can't really fit into the movie anywhere else. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Baltimore Crabs? I, yeah, like anything <laughs> with like the kids from the Corny Collins show, that'd be where I go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> in order to blend in. But you could be at detention, that'd be fun. Can I? Tracy was. <laughs> she was the only white girl in detention, though. What could you have done to get in detention in Hairspray? Um, well, she had inappropriate hair height. I, my hair You, you could say kiss my ass instead of Link. 
I definitely could. <laughs> um, Amber drew boobs on her teacher. I could do that, and then forgot Tracy in detention <laughs> the second time. <laughs> but yeah, I'd definitely be in the background of Miss Teenage Hairspray trying to tell Corny Collins that I'm of age. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> you wouldn't be trying to steal Link from no. Amber or no, no, Tracy. No, 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 no. No, I'd be trying to get Corny Collins, <laughs> which is fine because Corny Collins does not have a romantic his romantic life doesn't show. affect the movie exactly Even as much as I ship him with Miss Motormouth Maybell. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> yes, but anyway, all this to say, Brady is interacting with the musical immediately as soon as he gets there, which uh, right off the bat, I think that's a horrible idea. Matt kind of agrees. Yeah, she's like, it's like whenever you time travel and you're immediately like going to see the people you know and like offsetting the course of history. Exactly, you can't do that. Yeah, Mac is just, like, standing off to the side, like, confused and annoyed, because one, she doesn't really like this movie anyway. Yeah. And two, she's just, like, she's focused on how we get out of here. Yeah. Well, and she's also trying to just, like, blend in and not be in the way, but she's always in the way, which is so <laughs> relatable. That would happen to me if I got transported into a musical. <laughs> yeah, so they do, a, it's a big dance number. It's, like, the first song of the musical, and uh, whenever it ends, Brady's like, oh my god, this is so awesome, and Mac's like, what the hell, how do we get out of here? Yeah, so they walk into the restaurant, and they're Big like, mamas. Yeah, big mamas. And they're like, what's up, dogs? And immediately everyone's like, outsiders! Well, yeah, because <laughs> they're using slang, and yeah. It's not, it's more like early 2000s slang that they're using. That's not even like... Well, yeah. But still, it's very outdated, or future dated for the 60s. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, the attention gets off them because the bikers arrive, and it turns out the surf or Brady explains that the surfers and bikers each want the restaurant for themselves, so there's a turf war that's going to happen in yeah, the movie. Yeah, over Big Mama's restaurant. <laughs> um, uh, Grandpa is called Big Papa. I'd like to point that out. Oh? I did not call him Big Papa. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. Um, that's I, how he's, like, credited as, is Big Papa. I'd like to mention that, uh, so Brady's kind of narrating what's going on, because, again, Mac doesn't care about this movie, hasn't really seen all of the details. So Butchie, the leader of the rodents, <laughs> the comes rodents in. The that, that's the biker gang. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, they He rides his motorcycle into the restaurant. Yeah, so the bikers and surfers start kind of going back and forth, like, uh, you're stupid, and, and we're cool. all of these bikers have, like, New York accents. They're like, soifers! <laughs> what are they doing up in this joint? Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's funny. But then, they start singing Cruisin' for a Bruisin'. It's a whole dance number. It's amazing. It's great. But again, Brady inserts himself and takes the and lead. He takes a solo. Yeah. He's singing like an entire verse by himself. Right. And he also somehow has motor, like biker clothes. It's a musical. It happens. Uh, Brady, come on. Come on. You but you know, he is like speeding up the process of them like morphing into the movie. A yeah. This is all his fault. Yeah. Even though Max is the one that wished for the summer to never end on her magic surfboard. <laughs> yeah. And so. Yeah, the Cruising for Bruce is great. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, it's like all the bikers, and they're just like, We're gonna beat you up. You're cruising for a Bruce. That's not how the song goes. <laughs> I don't remember how it goes. My brother would like jokingly say the phrase cruising for a bruising, so that's also what it made me think of. But our friend Courtney, who dances, her senior year, this movie was still relatively new, and there was a little girl at her recital who did a solo to cruising for a bruising. It was fun. I think she was dressed like a biker from the movie. I don't remember. But. I love that for that girl. Yeah. Shout um, out to that girl. Don't yeah, even so know her name. The whole time Mac is just like watching from the side. 
probably angry. Yeah. Um, after the number, Mac and Brady exit the restaurant. Mac is rightfully freaking out. She's like, we're trapped here and I need to catch a plane in two hours. Um, they figure, like, how did we get here? It was through a storm. So that's how they're, they're gonna leave. It's through a storm. And Brady says that there's a huge storm at the end of the movie that they can ride back out on. Uh, they just have to live out the movie until then and make sure everything goes on track. Um, so the surfers invite them to a shindig later that night. Uh, Mac is like, uh, no, I don't want to party. But then the scene immediately cuts to Mac and Brady. They're, like, in costume now. It's night at the restaurant, and the shindig is happening. Um, they see the magic surfboard has also appeared uh, up against the restaurant. Um, Mac is, like, holding her rash guard, her, like, swim shirt that she was wearing, and she just, like, sets it down next to the surfboard. Uh, Mac and Brady enter the restaurant, and after them, four bikers also come in and take the booth. Um, and they're talking, and they're like, how are they going to get Big Mamas to be a biker joint when there's only surfers here? And they're like, oh, like, I love it here. And this one guy goes, I popped my first wheelie here. <laughs> Sir? <laughs> Why is Big Mama letting you ride a motorcycle inside? Mm, it sounded like a euphemism to me. Mm. <laughs> um, Butchie's sister brings everyone sodas. We learn- That's Layla. Yeah, we learn, like, 15 minutes later her name is Layla. Um, she says, she's like, you know, guys, like, surfers aren't that bad. But they all disagree. Of course they're all terrible. Um, Brady tries to get Mac to dance, but she's just like, oh, like, I don't want to. It's yeah. not fun for me. Yeah, also at this point, Layla gets up to start mm-hmm. singing her song, Falling For Ya. Apparently she just, like, performs at Big Mama's every now and then. Why not? Yeah. I like, it's a, it's a cute song. It's very, like, 60s, like, girl group. Like, I saw the boy across the room. Yeah. So Mac is <laughs> Again, I don't remember how the song goes. <laughs> I'm falling for ya. Yeah, um, Mac doesn't just want to, like, sit around and dance and wait. She's like, I'm going to go figure out how we get away back. Yeah. Um, Brady is like, wait, we have to, like, watch the leads fall in love. And Mac is like, you can stay and watch it. Like, I just need to, like, get out of here right now. So as she's walking out, she bumps into Tanner, who, like, catches her, and, even like, though she didn't really fall. Yeah, but she falls into his arms. Yeah. And at the same time, whenever Layla falls from the stage, when she's supposed to fall into Tanner's arms, mm-hmm. she falls into Brady's arms. Yeah. Um, Brady is kind of excited because he's loved this movie since he was a kid. He's like, oh my god, like, yeah. I've had a crush on you forever. Yeah, so Brady introduces himself to Layla, and Layla is, like, trying to flirt with him. Uh, er, and then also Tanner is trying to flirt with Mac at the same time. Mac is, like, trying... She's, like, trying to get out of it, and oh, then, yeah. like, Mac and Brady reunite, but then everyone around them stops. Like, no one's dancing anymore. They're all just kind of standing around wondering what to do. Yeah. Um, Brady's like, well, a dance war is supposed to break out after this, but because Tanner and Layla didn't fall in love with each other, there is no turf war to finish the movie, because that's what causes them to start fighting, and then uh, all the, uh, everything in the plot ensues after that. Um, Brady and Mac realize that they changed the movie, and Mac is, Mac asks Brady, she's like, is any, does anything happen, uh, in the next few days that can change if, like, that can make the storm not come? Um, so they run out onto the beach, and Brady explains that there's an evil real estate developer, Les Kamenberg. I just call him Elsie the entire time, which I I thought was funny, because (laughs) it's like Elsie, like Lauren Conrad. Okay. I just call him Les. Um, he's a real estate developer, and he wants to buy Big Mama's to build a resort on the beach. But, of course, Big Mama's. Big Mama will not sell. So they run to the lighthouse, which is his secret hideout. Um, Mac and Brady sneak in, and we learn, we see Les has hired Dr. Fusion, a mad scientist, to help get Big Mama's. They have built a diabolical, weather-altering machine. 
This machine will still the ocean so that there's no surf and create humidity to rest all the bikes. And the surfers and bikers will never come back to this beach and Big Mamas will lose business as Les explains his entire plan out loud to the doctor. So that we all a, know it. He's a movie villain. Yes. Um, Brady explains that uh, Layla and Tanner are supposed to discover the plan and then unite the two gangs to destroy the machine, which creates an explosion, and in turn, the storm. So what do they need to do? They need to get Layla and Tanner together to put the movie back on track. Yeah, so whenever... Okay, again, this is another place where I get really mad with this movie because whenever Brady and Matt get back, Layla comes over and whenever she sees them together, she's like, oh my gosh, are you guys together? And if yeah, Matt, yeah. Matt would have <laughs> just said, yes, we're together. But no, she has to yeah. say no because she just broke up with Brady today and she wants him to move on. She says, oh no, we're not together. I mean, we came here together, but we're not together. And yeah, then, like if Matt would have just said yes, we're together. Because even Layla says, yes. she's like, if that's your man, like I would never steal from another girl because Layla's that bitch. Exactly. <laughs> but no, Max but says Max no. Like, no. And then Max. she's like, Brady, go hang out with Layla. Like, so many of your problems could have been avoided if you had just said you were together so then Layla would move on from Brady. Exactly. And go I, into Tanner. I get that, like, this has to happen for, like, the plot to continue, but, like, it makes me so mad. Come on, Mac. Use your fucking brain. Exactly. Um, so, Lay yeah, Layla asked Brady to go on a what a walk on the beach. Um, Brady and Mac plan to defect, deflect Tanner and Layla's affections off them and onto each other. So Mac approaches Tanner. Um, Brady, while on the beach, tries to talk up Tanner, but almost gets distracted by his lifelong crush. Um, Mac tries to make conversation with Tanner, who's only giving, like, one-dimensional answers. He'll, like, she'll, like, ask something and it'll be like, he, okay, I wrote he's dumb, but not a himbo, sad face. No, because, like, this is the way, like, he's a movie character. Yeah, and it's um, the 60s, so yeah, he doesn't so, respect women. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, exactly. All of a sudden, he just goes, he just goes, like, <laughs> I wrote this down because I thought it was funny. He says, if, the mu if music must be the food of love, play on. Because that's, like, a move that he, like, does on girls. And Matt goes, was that Shakespeare? And he goes, no, that was me. Sometimes I talk in a really low voice. But I can also not really hi! Yeah, it does this <laughs> twice in the movie. I, as soon as I heard that, I remembered it from the first time I watched it. I laughed. And he's like, but chicks like it when I go low. Um, Mac is, is, like, trying to explain, like, she's like, I'm not the girl for you. Like, I know you think I am. And then we get into the song called well, Men... Okay, also, fucking Tanner says, you're not like most girls. And Mac says, yes, yes, I am. I'm like most girls. <laughs> we love that energy. We do. Yeah. Um... Tanner doesn't know any better. He's a movie character. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so then we get into the song called Meant to Be, and it's all about, like, falling for the right person. And um, Layla and Tanner are singing the song to, like, Mac and Brady, but Mac and Brady are trying to push Layla and Tanner toward each other while yeah. also singing. There's, like, a whole dance number, and again, like you said, they're, like, singing. They're trying to sing it to Mac and Brady, and they're trying to get them to sing it to each other. Even at the very end, they try and get them... They, like, have them meet up and hold hands, but they're not paying attention, so they don't even, like, notice each other. Yeah, so it doesn't work. So, Mac and Brady decide that they need to get invited to the biker pajama party and the surfer hang party at the restaurant. Yeah. Um, so they both get their invites, uh... Outside the restaurant, Max sees her rash guard that she set down earlier disappear. Um, the, they immediately conclude that the, that the rash guard didn't exist in the 60s, so it disappeared. Which means they didn't exist in the 60s, so they will too. 
Yeah, but that doesn't make sense, again, I guess because it's easier for a rash guard to disappear than a person, but rash guard was definitely invented before they were born. So I feel like they should have been gone first. Yeah. But, whatevs. Yeah, I don't really understand the logistics of this world and how things work. And I what... think they're just doing that to emphasize, like, we need to get out of here, we can't yeah. stay forever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's very, like, Back to the Future-esque. Yeah. Um, so, like, music starts playing, like, they're about to start a song, but Mac is like, no, I'm not singing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we cut to the pajama party. Well, we also get a quick scene of Mac being like, every minute I'm here is a minute I'm not doing what my mom wanted me to do, and Brady's like, you have more time, like, you don't have to figure out your whole life right now, why do you feel like you have to? Like, why are you in such a hurry to grow up? Which I wanted to note, because I just, I really like that. And Save Mac- Save up, still yeah. grown up. Well, yeah, and Mac is just like, I feel like everyone expects me to, is basically her answer, but Brady's like, what do you want? And then, but she just doesn't really answer and then they're like okay we need to get Tanner and Layla back together so yeah so we get to the biker pajama party Layla pulls out a dress that she thinks Brady will like and Mac is like why do don't you dress for yourself why do you let boys dictate dictate your decisions and they're all just like because they're boys and Mac is like you don't have to do what boys want and they're like well then how else would they ask us out and Mac is like why don't you ask them out which is shocking mm-hmm. everyone stops she is revolutionizing all of them and i love it all of the movie icon. characters yes <laughs> um and she's and she says she's like i think girls can do anything i can or any girls can do anything guys can't not i can't <laughs> yeah um cuz that is true mac which, again, is sort of, like, infiltrating with, like, the way that the movie works. Because this movie is set in the 60s when women were not lower than camels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like the Bible. <laughs> um, Bri- yeah, so again, like, Mac is also definitely doing her thing of, like, derailing the movie. Yeah. But also, I feel like I wouldn't, I couldn't help I, myself. I think either. it's more justified than Brady jumping yeah. into song numbers. <laughs> so. I feel, <laughs> if I were in her thread, I'd be like, I would also swim in an integrated pool. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Icon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so at the surfers hangout. Um, uh, Brady's having a great time. So yeah. He's hanging and eating and surfing. He's trying to talk up to Tanner about, again, trying to talk about Layla. Some of the other guys are like, a biker chick? We could never. But Tanner's like, I don't know, hot girl's a hot girl. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we get to the song, Like Me. And the boys and girls and Mac and Brady are, like, singing about their different views about boys and girls. So Tanner and all the surfer guys are like, be a dick, don't tell her how you feel. And Brady's like, be nice to a girl. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) And all the girls are like, boys wanna see us, dress for them. And Mac is like... Dress for yourself. <laughs> it reminded me of a crazy ex-girlfriend kind of number. Where yeah. It's just like, what's going on? And I love it in the best it's way very, possible. Yeah, it's very chaotic, but it's very good. Yeah. It's like very, like, Grease. And then we sort of get, like, a little, like, Jersey Boys run. Because they're like, ooh, ooh, Not, like, exactly like that. But it reminded me of that. <laughs> yeah, well, and the girls are giving Mac a makeover as this is going. Because of, like, a f- fucking course they are. Yeah, it's, like I said, it's very, like, that sleepover scene of Grease. Yeah. Um, and so, like, they basically dress Mac like a biker, like Yeah, Sandy. like Sandy. <laughs> um, Mac and Brady meet up the next day. Um, they are not making progress. Ugh, what if they're stuck there forever? Yeah. And Brady's like, would it be that bad? Yeah. And again, Which, at this point, I'm like, excuse me, like, at least in the other world, Mac is making a decision for herself. And here, she has no rights. <laughs> well, okay, and, like... 
I think what the writers were trying to do is, like, have Brady be the voice of reason. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know what they mean, but, but also, yeah, the way it comes across is not. The way it comes across is Brady being like, stay for me! He's like, oh my god, wouldn't it be great if we could live in the 50s forever? No, it would not. <laughs> I mean, maybe for you too. Yeah, maybe kids. for you, a straight white man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, so then they, again, they kind of, like, talk about, like... Again, it's, Mac is like, I want to do what my mom wanted, and Brady's like, why aren't you, like, happy just, like, being together? But then they, like, get back on track. They're like, we need to get Layla and Tanner alone together without the distractions of their gangs. Um, so Mac and Tanner are surfing, and back on the beach, Tanner is confused because Mac is better at surfing than him. A girl is better than surfing at him. Mm-hmm. Um, Tanner says, he's like, you know, like, bikers aren't that, aren't that bad. Rivalry is just, like, the way it's always been, and it's hard to change it. Um, so then, again, we cut to Mac is sleeping at Layla's again, and I guess, like, because they're homeless, because they really... <laughs> yeah, I mean, they have nowhere else to go. Um, she notices Layla's necklace... Um, and it's, like, the same flower that's also on the magic surfboard. Mm-hmm. Um, and Layla's like, it means friendship forever. And then um, she says, like, us now. Which it's is been so two days. nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Layla's very nice. Well, I think, like, it's, this is, because she's, like, movie character. She doesn't yeah, have yeah, any, yeah. like, deep connection. So then Mac is able to, like, come in and be like, you're a person, kind of. Are you? <laughs> and, and right I really now. I know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Layla reveals to Max, she's like, listen, I'm gonna tell you something I've never told anyone. Okay, also, I'd like to say this scene is very gay. <laughs> like, I swear, if people are not like, she's gonna tell her she's in love with her. That's how, that's what yeah, I Yeah, well, at first I was like, where's this going? Exactly, because they, like, they, like, go and sit on the bed, and she's like, yeah, okay, she, like, she, like, grabs her They're hands. wearing, like, 60s, like, 90s, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, like, um, very ruffly. Yeah. And she's just like, I always wanted to surf. I think it's so cool. Um, and Mac is like, listen, don't let others dictate your life. (laughs) Yeah. Someone's not listening to their own advice. Yeah, well, and earlier, she's kind of like, as she's talking to these people, she's like drawing parallels with her own life. She's like, hmm, maybe just because something's always been a certain way, it doesn't mean it should be forever. Yeah, but she does not realize that yet. Yeah. Um, so Mac is like, oh, like, I'll set up a surf lesson with Brady. He taught me everything I knew. So the next day, Mac tells Tanner, she's like, I want to walk, I want to take a walk on the beach in that direction. Yeah, Tanner, Meaning, like, trying to push her toward Layla. Tanner to also just Layla. casually gives her a flower crown. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, I made this one. <laughs> yeah. So she puts that on. Um, we see Layla, like, waiting on the beach for uh, Brady, but he does not arrive. Yeah, it's very eminent to us that um, she told she told Layla that Brady's going to be there, but she's going to have Tanner meet with her instead. Yeah. Um, we briefly cut to the evil layer. The weather-altering machine is almost ready. Um, the doctor and Les turn it on, and it sends, like, lasers into the ocean. Um, Mac leaves Tanner on the beach. To go find Brady. Because she's like, oh, there's lasers in the water. Is that supposed yeah. to happen? Back in the evil lair, um, Les and the doctor are talking. And in their conversation, the doctor says, oh, yeah, I have my mother's eyes. Of course, I let her keep the rest of her face. And yeah. then he blinks a lot. <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> so quirky and fun. Uh, that's dark. They're supposed to be, like, comedic relief, but it doesn't work for me. I'm not a child, though. No, I was surprised at how dark that line was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for, like, a Disney Channel movie in 2013. Yeah. Um, they need to magnify the power to make the weather permanent, they say that. Uh, Mac and Brady meet up on the beach. They're running out of time, uh, because they see, like, the laser go into the water. Uh, Mac falls into the water, but when she gets out, she's not wet, which means they're more theming into the movie. 
Yeah, and, and so as as this is going on, we see a man in the background with the ukulele. He starts playing some chords, and the uh, entire time, Mac is like, "No, no, this is not happening." But then they start. The musical number begins. Can't with stop choreo, singing. Can't stop singing, which lives in my head rent free. If you've ever been on TikTok, you know you the know. song. I did not know for a long time. I did not know that that was where that yeah, this, me this either. song came from. Well, I think it was also because, like, the song from Sophia the First was popular, at least on my For You page for a while, and it, it kind of... familiar. I was... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and Maya Mitchell, that was one thing I was going to say also. This doesn't sound like her singing. I don't know if it is or not. I didn't look into that. I feel like a lot of the songs, it didn't sound like her talking voice. Yeah. Maybe she just has, like, a different singing I mean, voice from her talking it's voice. it's really high as opposed to how she speaks. So yeah. it could be her singing voice. I don't know. But, yeah. So yeah, the song so can't like stop singing. Yeah, choreo about how they can't stop singing and make it stop. Am I real or just a prop? Yeah, but then, but Brady is also the one who's like, we don't have to make it stop. And she's like, yes, we do. Yeah, he's, like, really enjoying himself and uh, Mac is freaking out. And then yeah. we got a tap number. Lovely. Love it. Um, I would like to say our friend Abby, a tapper herself, friend of the pod, as you know, um, I was watching their, their feet, and I feel like Ross Lynch is actually a better tapper than Maya Mitchell, so. I would not know. I mean, they, I, it didn't look that advanced, most of what they were doing, but I do think Ross Lynch was able to kind of, like, keep up with it better, which is fine, because I don't think either of them are professional dancers, so. I know nothing. It's my two cents. Tap. I know tap goes tip, 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 tip. <laughs> yeah, the tap number is very fun. Um, and then afterwards, they go to find Layla and Tanner. Mm-hmm. Um, Layla and Tanner have found each other on the beach. Um, Brady says that their Brady says their plan with uh, what? Brady and Mac are not with oh, Taylor. And okay, Lee. okay. Brady and Mac are like on their way to find Layla and Tanner. He like says their plan out loud with Les and the Doctor like following behind them. And Mac is like, "We're talking in plot points." That's yeah. what I meant to say, is that he was, like, saying the plan out loud. Like, okay, we need to do this and this and this and this. Yeah, but then uh, they shoot him with a stun gun. They shoot Brady with a stun gun. I said they zap him, because they I wrote it down before they said we stunned him. Yeah, so he, like, falls to the ground, and Mac's like, what the hell? Is that supposed to happen? Um, back over uh, on the shore, Layla tells Tanner, she's like, hey, like, we're gonna surf. And Tanner's like, that's so cool. And Tanner's like, I wanna ride a motorcycle. And then they're yeah, like clicking. They're like, we have so much in common. Maybe we are meant to be. And then yeah, we have meant to Layla, be requires well, one. Tanner, Layla's like, oh, I like your how you talk in a low voice. And Tanner again, he goes like, I can also talk in a high voice. <laughs> well, no, he's like, I can also do high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we get like a meant to be repri- reprise one. One. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Layla stands on a rock. Well, okay, Tanner and Layla almost kiss, but then they're like, wait, we need to find Mac and Brady and tell them first. Well, first, like, Layla stands on a rock, uh, in the middle of all the dancers and falls into Tanner's arms, finally, like, she was supposed to. Oh, yeah. And they're like, oh, we have to go, like, tell Mac and Brady that it's over. Um, but then Tanner sees Mac's flower crown in the ocean, and, uh, he's, they, they immediately know something's not right. And then they think, they make, like, three thinking poses and then gasp, and then they run to get help. Yeah. So, Mac and Brady are in the evil lair. Yeah, they've officially been trapped. Yeah, Elsie is, again, talking about the evil plan, as she does. Uh, that's whenever uh, Tanner and Layla tell everyone about the weather machine. I don't know how they- Yeah, I don't know how they found out either, but- <laughs> Good for them. It's- <laughs> Like, they, they can they can get away with this stuff because they point out how di- ridiculous it is. Yeah, so they go and tell the bikers and the surfers about the weather machine. They have a little spat, but then they're like, you know what? 
let's do this together. We gotta help them. Yeah, let's work together. There's no reason for fighting. And then they, like, hold hands to reveal they're together. And then Butchie, Layla's sister, approaches the stage. Layla's brother. Did I not? What did I say? He's said Layla's sister. <laughs> Layla's sister, Butchie. Sorry. <laughs> well, brother name. What kind of name is Butchie? Anyway, Butchie approaches the stage, and you think he's gonna, like, beat up Tanner. But he ends up wiping away tears. He, he was very moved by this moment. Yeah, and he shakes Tanner's hand. Um, so everyone runs out to go save the day. Um, Les spots everyone running down the beach toward his hideout, um, and, uh, what's his name? Brady, uh, when he's tied up next to Mac, he says, at least my favorite movie wasn't Tarantulas on a Train. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Get these motherfucking tarantulas off my motherfucking train. I was more thinking of Harry Potter, of, like, why is it always spiders? Oh, I immediately thought of snakes on a plane. No. <laughs> um, Max says she's like, you know what? I don't want to go to school. I've been telling these girls from the 60s this whole time to do what they want, and I haven't been listening to my own advice. And she's like, you know what? I am glad we ended up here. It's been a great time. And we get meant to be reprise number two. Again, why? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Mac and Brady start, like, messing with Dr. Fusion's head. Yeah, they, they start fucking with them. They're like, they break the fourth wall. They're like, well, you guys are just villains in a 60s musical, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, and she's like, you're not real. Yeah, and he's like, what? <laughs> yeah, um, so Les runs in screaming. He's like, bad news, bad news. And he tells the doctor to turn on the machine. Um, as the gang is approaching the hideout, Bushy stops everyone, and he says, you know what, guys? I'm scared of lighthouses. And then Seacat goes, you can do it. And he goes, my fear is gone now. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Which is really how people think things work. <laughs> yeah. So the bikers and surfers show up to save Mac and Brady. Uh, they uh, A biker and a surfer start erasing the chalkboard with Dr. Fusion's formula. Um, Layla and Tanner untie Mac and Brady. Um, everyone chases Les around the machine. Yeah, Layla figures out that the way to turn off the machine is, like, very similar to how they do bikes, and she's the one who has to fix it because there's, like, she takes a out small her bobby space pin. she has to, like, get yeah, into she takes to out her bobby it. pin and she's like, boop. Yeah. And, uh, like, at the same, t- at this time, like, a mashup of every single song in the movie is playing in the background. Yeah. Um, the Doctor, Doctor Fusion and Les are tied up, like, next to the explosion, and so whenever everything explodes, they get shot out of the ceiling, and they get stranded at sea, um, where Doctor Fusion reveals to Les that they're in a movie. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. Um, so, Mac and Brady are back on the beach, safe in their, uh, in, like, new 60s costume clothes, and, like, this is where we're supposed to be, like, we did it. Um, they tell everyone that they have to go home, and everyone says tearful goodbyes. Uh, Layla gives Mac her friendship forever necklace, and then Mac and Brady ride the magic surfboard out into the ocean as the storm begins. Yeah, so Mac and Brady arrive back in their universe. No time has passed, luckily for them. Uh, Mac is decides she's gonna ride the killer wave, and Brady's like, you know what, I trust you, you can do it, and he goes back to shore, which again, even though the lifeguard was telling everyone to get out of the water, apparently it's fine for Mac to just ride this wave. Yeah, she's also still wearing the necklace. Yeah. Also, I wanted to point this out, because this really bothers me. As she's, like, going up, so, her hair, 
was in a ponytail, and then it was down. And then in the shots when she's surfing, it's in a ponytail again. And whenever she gumps, she w- rides this wave, it's very killer. Oh my god, amazing. Whenever she gets onto shore, she takes her hair out of the ponytail. I know it's a small thing, but come on, a little bit of consistency. Like, her double already doesn't really look that much like her. Can no. we just they really do a didn't little do bit a better? job of, like, just, trying to hide their faces. Just a little bit better. And it would have made sense for her hair to be in a ponytail, too, because she's surfing. Yeah. So. Um... Yeah, so Mac rides the wave. She comes out clean. All the boys on the beach cheer for her. Grandpa congratulates her, and that's whenever Aunt Antoinette comes over yelling. She's like, oh my god, we're gonna miss the flight, blah, 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 blah. She's like, and Mac is like, you know what? Mom would want me to be happy doing whatever it is that I love. Successful, in my eyes, means being happy. Yeah. And that's not school. And she's like, when I... (laughs) Buddy just burped. (laughs) She's like, when I decide my future, it'll be my choice. And everyone's just like, okay. And then we get, oh my god, do you smell that? No. Oh god, it's Buddy's burp. It's disgusting. (laughs) Um, We get Surf's Up, the final number. Yep. It's very reminiscent of Surf Crazy. But all the dancers are not the dancers from the movie. They're random dancers on the beach. Yeah. I mean, it's a musical number. Gotta end it with a big one. Well, then we get a post-credit scene. Oh, I didn't watch the post-credit scene. The post-credit scene is, like, five of the cast members from the movie arriving in our world, which sets oh. us up for Team Beach 2. Oh! Um, someone, like, shows them a phone, and they scream, because they're like, what's that? And they look at the screen, and for some reason, the man on, who has this phone has a picture of Justin Bieber pulled up, and they look at Justin Bieber, and they scream. Ah ha ha. That's so funny. Ha ha. And that's it. Yeah, I didn't watch that, but... Yep. I I watched all the bloopers, too. He's like, what? (laughs) I did not, because I watched this at, like, 11 p.m. last night. (laughs) Did you have the songs, um, rated, ranked? Yeah, you have seven songs, right? No. (laughs) Oh. Well, I can delete Oxygen, but... Yeah, I didn't include that, because it wasn't, like, part of the musical. Okay, then yeah, I have seven songs. Okay. Number seven, I have Surf Crazy. I have Surf's Up. Number six, I have Surf's Up. Number six, I have Meant to Be. Number five, I have Meant to Be. Number five, I have Like Me. Uh, number four, I have Can't Stop Singing. Number four, I have Falling for You. Number three, I have Falling for You. Number three, I have Surf Crazy. Number two, I have Like Me. Number two, I have Make It Stop. And number one, I have Cruising for a Prison. Number one is Cruising for a Prison. <laughs> I mean, Oh, it Make is... It Stop and Can't Stop Singing are the same thing. I didn't know what it was called. Yeah. Um... It's obviously the best of this movie. Yes. <laughs> I would say that I'm not solid in my ranking of these songs because this is the second Maybe, time yeah. seeing the movie. I had to, I actually, like, went back and had to, like, listen to it because I didn't know the difference between Surf's Up and Surf's Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I look it up as I'm going so I can, like, do this as I go to try to, like, be like, okay, which one did I like better? But mm-hmm. still, I'd have to watch it more to have, like, a solid ranking. Same. But that's my initial ranking. Yeah. Initial. Yeah. How did you rate and rank this movie? I gave this a three and a half out of five, and I put it at number, I lost my page because I forgot that I had to say where it's at. It is number 22, Johnny Tsunami is above it, and Cowbuzz is below it. I was really close to giving this a four, but in the end I decided I liked Johnny Tsunami just a little bit more than this, so, but still very high in my list. Yeah, my ranking consisted of, like, where, or, like, my... Uh, rating consisted of like where I would put it in relation to other movies. Yeah. And I've given a lot more movies four out of five. So I gave it a four out of five and I put it at number 19 below Motocross and above Model Behavior. Yeah. It's good. That's a good one. It is. Yeah. Next week, we have Cloud Nine. What is that? I think it's a snowboarding movie, if oh, I'm not mistaken. Great. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't want another snowboarding movie after Johnny's Tsunami. <laughs> I think it's Dove Cameron and Luke Benward, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. At least Dove Cameron, I know. So. All right. We'll see you then. Okay, bye. Bye.